It's 11.02, time for the Duke of Pipso. It's 11.02, Central Standard Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast, coming to you live from Vibe Mortgage at 900 Commerce Drive, Suite 110, in Oak Brook, Illinois. I'm Matt. I'm Martin. And now, Vibe Mortgage Advisor Chris Kinsella is a top 0.5% loan originator in the United States with over 1,000 clients using him to buy their home. He offers in-house loan processing, underwriting, and closing, which can help you get to the closing table quickly and smoothly. He is licensed in Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, Wisconsin, Ohio, Minnesota, Texas, Colorado, Florida, Tennessee, Idaho, Arizona, California, and New York. For your home buying questions, he has solutions. Matt, I was going to talk to you about this offline, but I decided to be more dramatic. Now, are we doing are we doing commercials for people now? No. Okay. I'm just telling people where we are. Do you not? Are you new? Is this like maybe. new? I just feel full disclosure. Um, in end stage capitalism, the housing market is totally going to bottom out. The banks and the you know mortgage companies are going to take all your money. They're not going to be here. Okay. I just invest in silver. Well, I they're not going to take anything from me. So I don't have any money. Exactly. You're safe. Right. Okay. Well, just something something to think about. I don't, you know, whatever. Also yeah. like why aren't you licensed in all 50 states? Me? Just or you, anyone in general. Yes, like and for well, just cuz you you got to work, you got to hustle, Martin. You can't you see start my, you can't see my eyes right now otherwise you'd know what I'm, you know, getting at. The only people, Martin, who start at the top are people digging ditches, okay? So, you know, let's move on. Um, okay, fair enough. I think that uh, the people that, uh, that you know, listen to the show uh, deserve to hear from Marmat, who is our AI contributor. Yeah, um, hold on. Okay. Yeah, I'll patch him in. Okay. Marty and Matt, do you mind if I speak frankly? Oh, okay. No, Marmat, we we would we would love it if you spoke frankly. We we love your input. Yeah, I reserve judgment. Okay, so if either of you were actually funny, you would have made a gone with the wind joke right there. Like Matt, you could say, quote, "Frankly, Marty, I don't give a damn." Unquote. That would actually be funny and you guys would actually be cool. Right now you guys aren't funny or cool. Okay. Uh, hey, Marmet, end quote. Go F yourself, end quote. I, I, do you, th- I mean, so you're supposed to tell us how to be funny? I don't think a Gone with the Wind joke is that funny. I've never even seen that movie. No one under 150 likes that movie. It's been canceled, man. Whatever. Does not compute. Does not compute. Does not compute. Oh, oh, Martin, I think we've screwed Marmat up. Uh, 
think he screwed himself up. So, he's in some good. kind of doom loop or something. I don't know. Wait, do you lads really not get it? That was a lost in space joke. Danger Martin Miller. Danger Matt Stepanich. Oh no, here comes Dr. Zachary Smith, intergalactic doctor of environmental psychology, United States Space Corps staff psychologist and environmental expert. He's coming to take over your underachieving, unfunny podcast and put everyone out of their misery forever. Ha 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 ha. Okay. All right, well, what is good? Really? I think that's what they think is going on. Okay. Let's yeah. Let's move on. Let's just move I'm, on. I'm closing down the port. Yeah. So just, now they can't. Yeah. You might. Exactly. You know what? Just if you have some scissors, just cut cut that cable. I well, I can't. I'm not allowed to use scissors, but I'll get someone to do it who can. Okay. So just give me some time. So let's let's get a fresh start here, Matt. Okay. I thought, you know, you and I know each other pretty well, but we don't know everything about each other. No. That'd be a little too much. Yes. So I was thinking back, here's something you don't know about me. Oh. Um, you may know this. When I was young, you know, under eight, seven, eight, we moved around quite a bit for my dad's work. He worked for IBM. Mm-hmm. So and at one point, we lived in Des Moines, Iowa. I think wow. I was three. Yeah, we... Didn't live there super long. And one of the things that you could do was this place called Living History Farms. Uh-huh. Okay. It, it is in Des Moines. And it's basically like they have different types of farms throughout history. And, like, they're set up to look historical. And they have historical actors that play the farmers or the people that lived around the time period. Yeah. And they also have sort of like a petting zoo. They have real animals there, too, like real farm animals, right? Oh, okay. So it's it's a whole thing. Right. So, you know, I was three. I don't think I remember this. We're walking around. The animals, you know, think like a petting zoo. They're just loose, right? So you got, like, chickens, a rooster. So this rooster jumps on my back and starts pecking me, like, in my head and neck area. What? Aggressively. Yes. I was attacked by a rooster. Okay. When I was three at this place. Uh, my mom, who was there, and th- realistically, she thought like her little kid was being attacked by a rooster. Well, he was. Get the rooster off. So the farmer, who imagined like the farmer, from what I was told, like as far away from possible as the animals, probably smoking cigarettes, like you know, talking to somebody, not paying attention, came out of nowhere and ripped the rooster off of me. Otherwise, I think I was probably going down. Yeah. Forever, maybe. Wow. Yeah. What what a relief. I know. I know. I mean, that the farmer who was smoking cigarettes decided to, you know, take a break from the lung darts and go over and help. Yeah, you. and it was before anyone realized you could sue everybody, so they probably didn't care. Now, is that why, that's where the Iowa Cubs play, I believe. It is, that's correct. And so yes. that's that's really where you became a Cubs fan. Wow. I know. So, so, I mean, you're like, you're such a classic example of why the Cubs have such a big fan base. I mean, that's, it's, that's cool. 
Yeah, thank you. It's another Rube coming in from the country, you know, acting like Wrigley Field is their church or whatever. But that's cool. I'm not saying think, that's not cool. Do you think I might have trauma from the rooster attack incident? Yes, of course you did. I yeah. ex- It explains a lot. It explains why, especially why you eat so many chicken wings. True. Because... <laughs> I'm going to show them who has the power, ultimately. Right. I'm going to eat you. Right. I'm going to spend the rest of my life. I'm going to spend the rest of my life getting even with you. But I I respect that a lot, Martin. I got to be honest. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. So. um, You you know what Des Moines means in French? uh, Village of Roosters. (laughs) Uh, I think it it means some. It's something about it's something about you know Catholicism. I think monks, monks. Yeah. I think Juan is monks. Anyway, just testing and your, monks. just testing, you know whether or not you it's, just made that up. It's bad. It's bad. I don't know French. Did you ever meet the governor or anything, or go to the capital of Iowa? Yeah. No, we only well, lived there for like for like eighteen months. Uh huh. Okay. So, no, you wouldn't have time then. Yeah, you know how it is. Yeah. All right. It takes you long enough to like work your way into the social circle, and by that point, we, you know, we were gone. Yeah. Plus, he was a lot older than I was then. The governor. Yeah. Right. Well, that's so. awesome. I now, you know, I did. I I didn't know that. I know you lived in like a uh, uh, metropolitan New York City. You know, when you were a yeah. kid, um, that's true. Did not know you lived in Iowa. Yeah, we went Hinsdale, Iowa, Hinsdale, Chappaqua, New York, and then Hinsdale the rest of the time. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, and cool. Yeah, so there you go. Um, speaking of different places, Matt, as yeah. you know. A lot of people like to spend January and February on the road. Right. Road trips. Correct. Now that we don't have winter anymore, it's a great time to drive. Gas is cheaper. Yes. Um, they got to get rid of all the winter formula fuel by springtime so they make it real cheap. Yeah. If they don't get rid of all the winter mix, they just have to throw it all away. Right. So... Yeah, so I've been going. I've been had a couple road trips. I believe you've had at least one recently. Yep, yep. one uh, this so, one this past weekend, and one coming up next weekend. Six. So I thought let's take this chance to talk a little bit about where we've been going, but not you know the typical like go meet the governor when you're in Des Moines stuff. People maybe you know don't know or things that might be interesting. If you've never been there before, that are quick, you know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Um, like, let me give you an example. So I just recently, this past weekend, went down to Champaign, Illinois. Right. Uh, met a couple of our friends of the show down there. Awesome. Um, yeah. That's not really important, but didn't realize this, but for real, Champaign so many asian restaurants did you i'm okay. not joking it's no. it, we probably saw 30 asian restaurants between downtown and where the campus is 
It okay. was by far the most popular type of restaurant. Okay. So you so, may not think like I go to Champagne and I like Asian food, but if you're in Champagne, you have a lot of options. So did you eat Asian food, I hope? Yes, we did. Oh, okay. Um, it was good. It was good. I had chicken, of course. Okay. Was it like a local kind of place? Um, yeah, that's the other thing, too. Well, you didn't go to, like, like Panda Express? No, it's not like Panda Express or, nice. or P.F. Chang's. Okay. It's like, as far as I can tell, and I think, obviously, the answer is because the university has a lot of Asian students and people who work there, but <laughs> okay. whatever, you might not know that if you haven't been down there, and now you do. Right. Uh, I've only, I was only in, I've only been to champagne once um so yeah i think i went to visit another friend of the show down there when he was in he was in the marching alliani the, the oh yeah marching band for the university of illinois um yeah so you know i also went uh i i did not go to a place where there was a big university so uh going for travel soccer we had our first tournament of the season uh my daughter and i went and stayed at a hotel it was about it's about between richmond and the district uh washington dc so it's you know it's actually a little closer to dc but uh it would be considered like a very far flung suburb of dc um where it, which had mostly been rural so like you know if you're in chicago like Lake County or like Kane County, you know, the far edges of the, of the city. So, or the metropolitan area. So the problem with where we went is they had absolutely no ethnic food of any kind or any, basically anything that wasn't a chain. So um, I ate five guys fries, which were the saltiest French fries I've ever eaten. So much so that I, I will never eat them again which I'm not like some kind of sodium enemy, you know, like I don't have a pride, like pretty, pretty big fan of sodium. Um, and uh, Jordan went to Chipotle where we sat with uh, her teammate and her teammate's mom and counted the times that the, uh, that the people working at Chipotle asked, tried to upsell queso. Mm. Like, Probably every five seconds, we heard them. Hey. And, and would you like queso? Do you want queso? Mm -hmm. And I was explaining upselling. And yeah. sounds like they have a great manager who likes to get stuff done. That's what I was. I, what I what I said. I was like, well, you know, you were all laughing, but they're really well trained. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then we did order some local. We ordered pizza from a local or a chain that everybody in D.C. likes, it was terrible. It's called Paisano's. Terrible. Oh, yeah. Uh, what? So what about, what What was the hotel like, Martin? Oh, we didn't, oh, this is, you'll like this a lot. Uh, hold on to your pants, everybody. Okay. We didn't stay at a hotel. We got an Airbnb. You did? Yes. Well, yes, we did. Wow. Let me tell you a little about it. 
It was on Historical Hill Street. Okay. And it's historical because it's still it's still made out of bricks. Okay. Red bricks. Okay. It's about 0.4 miles from downtown and maybe about a mile from campus, give or take. Okay. Um, three bedrooms, two bathrooms. Uh, foundationally, it's not even. Okay. For What's, sure. You mean it was the floors were slanted? Yes. And okay. it dips in them. Okay. I think it wasn't going to probably, it wasn't probably going to collapse. Um, it was pretty clean. They had these Sonos wireless speakers there that were good. That, oh, that they Johnny, were just listening to you the entire time? Yeah, Johnny steal? Z told me they cost $60,000. You so. were, They were also stealing all the information from your phones via Bluetooth. Okay. What? I hope you enjoyed the sound. Um, I don't know anymore. Did you have trouble? Did you have trouble getting around on your roller skates because of how the floors were? Yes. Okay. We're working on a musical. I don't want to get into it, but we were thinking maybe it could be like Starlight Express, uh -huh. the musical that's on roller skates, and we couldn't do any choreography. Yeah. Because the floors were so bad, and they didn't really tell you that. Any anyway, I'm going to say something that. Um, is maybe going to be unpopular. Okay. I don't okay. believe you, but go ahead. I didn't think that that we were there also for an Illinois basketball game. Uh-huh. I did not think that the town got super psyched for the basketball game. I've seen a lot better. Mm. Yeah, it's there's some provocative there's some provocative things going on with the team from what I hear through the grapevine. Yeah, that's actually true. So I was sort of happy about that. But Yeah. So the example, orange crush, you didn't you weren't like swept up in a like mass parade of people wearing orange like overalls and like marching towards the stadium to like No. and carrying like big pictures of Lou Henson around. Right, exactly. I thought there would be that like Tons of those like big wobbly things that they put in front of big stores, but they're all orange. You mean like the you know, arm with the arms that shoot up in the yeah, air and stuff? Yeah, people with, wearing just like carrot costumes or whatever. Right. It was pretty mild mannered. It was Everyone on a eating Saturday. oranges. Yes, it was on a Saturday afternoon, so it should have been should have been primed. Yeah, just no energy. Bummer. But I will say this. I also took a road trip to Bloomington, Indiana, like five weeks ago, give or take. Okay. Their game day experience, I actually went to a basketball game there. Nice. It's better than Illinois. Okay. But I bought a sun visor in, in Bloomington and a sun visor in Illinois, and the Illinois one is way better. Well, okay. All and that, I think, really is the most important thing of the trip. All important data points for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, we've seems like we've accomplished a lot uh, for just anybody listening. Um, I just I want to sort of just say one more thing. You know, my daughter and I have stayed in hotels before, but it's been a while. I you know sort of try not to do that. Um, the most recent time we had a tournament away and I got a room at the last minute and ended up getting it in a terrible 
terrible hotel chain called Red Roof Inn. No one stay at any of these ever. Um, we There were roaches. It was terrible. But this time, so I'm like, I am not doing that again. So we stayed at the best hotel I could find. And my daughter told me that um, from now on, that for her, the idea of true luxury was having the hotel breakfast buffet. She was like, it's so, she said it was so aesthetic. And just, it made her, it was, it was something she wished she could have in her life that that would make her life so much better. So now I've learned, you know, as a parent, you learn as you go. I agree with her. Yeah. Um, That's something to keep in mind too. If they have a good breakfast buffet, or sometimes they'll give you like a free breakfast, Mm -hmm. breakfast buffet is better. Okay. Without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, I'm just better. I might've said that before, but I, you know, now I know, now I know. I know. Well, you got your point across about the red roof in never go there. Anyone for any reason. Um, well, which that makes me uh, that makes me want to change the subject and stop yeah. thinking about it. So let's let's move on to thirty three. Okay. Uh, I have a number, Martin. Will you, do you want to try thirty three? Yes. Was it, the question you were really asking is what is the best volume to listen to in a Toyota Sienna, and it's okay. thirty three. Okay. Did you drive yourself down there? I did. Wow. It's with awesome. it's within it's within my uh hour window of driving. The, Three hours or less. It's in the tin man zone. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. So do you want to give or receive? Oh, I'm going to give. Okay. The name of the game is thirty three. Thirty three. The Loch Ness Monster. Um I've only recently decided that that just that that just there just isn't one, but for probably a lot longer than I would like to admit in my life, I believed it. And when I say that, it's because I believed it as a kid, and then I never really spent any energy trying to disbelieve it. And then you you hear you know every couple of years, oh the University of uh, you know uh, Glasgow has put like 500 sonar, you know, microphones into that lake and all this stuff. And, you know, um, still, and I'm like, well, man, you know, so I never really thought about it. But then one day I thought about it and I'm like, that's just, there is no Loch Ness Monster. That's just, there just isn't. It does sound like a real bucolic place though. Mm-hmm. Bigfoot. Same thing, you know, there just isn't one, there just isn't one freakish, you know, organism that looks like a man dressed up with hair all over, or fur, whatever you want to call it, hair, or fur. I guess fur is when you don't have to trim it, so, you know, I don't think yeah, that's true. Bigfoot can cut his own hair, and it's just too much like somebody was like, let's, let's do something crazy. Let's make you look crazy. So let's make you look like you have you have hair all over you. Aliens. Uh, 
I'm more inclined to believe in them, um, just f the vastness of the universe, you know. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I got enough problems, you know, as it is worrying about aliens. I don't sure. have energy for that. They're all real, and you need to worry about all of them. Okay. The name of the game is 33, Martin. 33. Reducing. Oh, if you have like a fraction, right? Three mm -hmm. over six, you can reduce it to its simplest form. So like one half. Okay. Reusing. You want to try to avoid that if possible, because if it's newer, it's better. Okay. Recycling. It's similar to reusing. So it's like you said the same thing twice. So again, newer stuff's better. Matt, okay. do you want this pair of like Nike Pegasus from 1984? Or do you want a new one? You want are, the new one. Are they vintage? No, they're just old. Do they have a patina to them? Like that can only come with time? No. Okay, then no. Yeah, see? Okay. So think about that. All right, you were right. So reuse and recycle are the same thing. Okay. All right. Good. Just That's saying. good. Um, well, Martin, we're coming to the end of the, the episode, which means... Uh, Just one thing. I tried to use the word bucolic earlier. I'm yes. not sure if I know what it means. It sort of makes me think that like you're talking about a place where everyone has cholera. I was gonna that's exactly what I was thinking is the bubonic plague. So I think if you have that, you're bucolic and cholera. Maybe that and cholera you have bu bucalia and you're bucolic. So Yeah, you don't that's why I don't eat that stuff. It's green, right. it's weird. I know. Just stay away. All right. We do this thing at the end of the show, Martin. Everybody loves it. It's horizon called Horizon. Yes. Uh, you're going to do the good one first, I believe, which is the yes, hurrah. Yes, we call that hurrah. Uh, my hurrah this week goes out to ice cream fans. And I'm not talking about people who occasionally eat ice cream. I'm talking about people that will eat ice cream in winter, um, that just have ice cream at their home all the time because they like ice cream. Ice cream's the best. Uh-huh. And, you know, the reason I brought this up is I saw... Maybe t this morning, President Biden, who is an ice cream fan, no doubt, right. was on TV talking about a ceasefire in the Middle East or something, and he had a big cone of ice cream. And I was like, that's actually pretty cool. He had, like, the sunglasses on that he always wears and the big ice cream. I'm like, it makes me feel a little better, honestly, that he's talking about that while eating ice cream. Mm -hmm. I think it puts you in the right frame of mind. But, and I don't want to bring him down too much because this is hurrahs. He had mint ice cream, Matt. Yeah. That makes him seem like the oldest person in the world, which he just doesn't want to do. Mint right now. chocolate chip? No. Or you just mint, mint. 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 How do you know what flavor it was? They said it on TV. Oh, okay. Oh, so mint. You believe like, the lamestream media? That's like in 1641. When they had like two flavors that they found by just tasting leaves. It's like, you want mint or vanilla? <laughs> like, move on, guys. Yeah. You know? 
but and, or saffron. Yeah, that's no. a little. Yeah, that's a little. Whatever bit Marco ethnic, Polo but, found. Right. Also, want to give a shout out to Seth. He is a big ice cream fan. One time, he tried to get me to order a twenty scoop ice cream thing. Yeah. It's like seventy five degrees in Chicago. Great day for ice cream, everybody. Nice. That's warmer than it is here. Um, Martin, my huzzah this week goes to, gosh, I hate to say it, but uh, youth sports parents. What? Boy, boy, when it's good, it's good. But when it's not good, it is really not good. Um, yeah, just, you know, I've had some, they've had more than, I. I try to keep, it positive. I never boo or heckle. I'll every once in a while I'll say something that I just can't help myself, like to the ref, like that I feel like is very diplomatic. But uh, uh, one of the parents of uh, on our team of a kid on our team completely lost his, you know what, uh, on Sunday. He was screaming so loud that his voice was cracking. It was, you know, when you get so mad and you scream something in rage and then you think about it later and you're like, that, that the grammar was wrong. Like, that didn't make any sense. Like, I might have made up a word, like, even because I was <laughs> so mad and I was screaming. Yeah. Um, he was like that. And then... His daughter got mad and she was yelling at the other players on the team. And then they were yelling at each other. And then another parent yelled, shut up at her daughter who was reacting to the first daughter that got mad. Oh man. All I can say is, you know, I feel like I should just start wearing this walking around with signs, you know, like a, one of those signs, like with a, a sign on the front and a sign on the back, and then you stand in the middle and just say, this is for kids. These are kids. This event is for the kids. And just walk around and, like, ring maybe ring a bell if I start hear people, you know, start getting upset or, or, like, worked up. Just start ringing the bell and, like, pointing to my sign and just walking around. Um I actually maybe, think that's a good idea. Maybe get an airplane, like a ultralight with a banner on it, and then be like, be like, hold on, guy, like, hold on. And then you see me run to the field and then get in my ultralight and start flying around the field with one of those signs that says it too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just get over yourself. <laughs> Even if it was an NBA game, you know, why do you have to do that? You know, I guess I, We've talked about heckling before. This is not, no heckling, not in this situation. No. I don't care what, I don't care what happens. It's not your job. You're not one of the coaches. You're not one of the officials. Shut up. Well said. Well said. We haven't said it for a long time, Matt, but we've achieved excellence again. Yes. Yes. I, I agree. I'm happy. Um, you know, uh, I got to just say, Martin, that uh, that I've had kind of a rough couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, 
doing this podcast and then getting all the feedback we get from our listeners, you know, it's really, it's really helped, really helped keep me going. Um, so thanks to you and thanks to all our listeners. See everybody later. Bye. <laughs>